Hey everybody, this is me, Ebony. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, I hope that everyone is doing well on Juneteenth. And I purposely did this podcast on this day in celebration of our African American history. And I'm not going to preach to you a sermon. I'm not going to preach to you, you know, any scriptures because I feel like sometimes we just can't always and i don't i don't mean no disrespect you know to our christian sisters and brothers but sometimes you cannot always put a sermon behind pain but we can always lean on jesus right so in honor of juneteenth i want to give you guys history on what juneteenth is right but i also want to first start off by saying enlisting off names of people who were killed in police custody now this is not everyone because there is way too many to name but just to give you a list of names okay kevin matthews sean monterosa michael noel leroy browning justin howell roy nelson george floyd miguel espanol Jamel Floyd, Nathaniel Pickett, Tamir Rice, Tierra Thomas, Brianna Teller, Keith Childis, Betty Jones, Cornelius Brown. And the list goes on and on and on. And not just from my generation, you guys know, as well as Black history, there are names that we will never know of people of us african-americans killed at the hands of racist white people juneteenth our true story in a nutshell america right rightfully has two independence days that is june 19th and july 4th july 4th is when we were freed as a country and June 19th was the day that every African American was truly free in all states in 1865 June 19th Juneteenth is our holiday is our celebratory day that we were notified that we were officially free from slavery but it doesn't stop there January 1st in 1863 is when we were first, first, first freed in a lot of states under the Confederate control. January 1st, 1863 is the first real freedom of African Americans, but everyone was not free, right? And it could have stopped there, but it didn't. They kept traveling and traveling and trying to get the message. And two and a half years later, on June 19th, 1865, General Gordon finally was able to deliver the message that all African-Americans, all Africans who were slaves were free indeed. Our people humbled themselves and they held a watch night on the eve of January 1st. And this sounds familiar because we do it every year in all churches, in a lot of churches, we do this. December 31st to January 1st, we hold a watch night, we pray, we sing, we dance, we sing praises, and we we commune together. 
We still hold that tradition that our ancestors held. And what does this tell us? When our people, our ancestors humbled themselves on the night of the eve of January 1st, they came together, they prayed fervently. They were on one accord. Heaven shook and God heard their voices. And God heard our ancestors' voices. And I honestly, truly do believe in the power of prayer. And you should too. Our ancestors were gathered in churches and in private homes all across the United States of America on one accord, in one agreement. That God would put it on our hearts of people who had the power to free us because slavery is wrong. Juneteenth not only represents freedom to me, but it represents and shows the power of prayer, the power of fasting, sacrificing so our voices can be heard. Our ancestors had faith, even though a lot of them died before they even got a chance to see 1863, January 1st. Some of them died in faith. They died in hope. They died believing that one day, even if they didn't see that day, their prayers is, was so strong that it opened up heaven and I believe that their prayers traveled. And this is what the power of prayer does. Power of prayer in God and Jesus Christ. It travels, y'all. It does. The faith of our ancestors traveled. Just like Moses. When he, when he freed the children of Israel out of Egypt. Moses prophesied and preached and prayed and fasted. Moses never walked into the promised land, but God gave him a glimpse and God showed him. You may not can walk on this land, but let me show you what you could walk into. Moses had faith, just like our ancestors. They had faith that one day they could be free because slavery is wrong. Racism is wrong. Killing our black people because of the color of our skin and the hate in your hearts is wrong. Juneteenth represents the power of God coming down on earth and saying, you know what? I've had enough of you bounding my people up. God said, I heard your cries. I heard your tears. The cries of our women who were raped by racist white men our black brothers who were raped by white racist men to try to make them emasculine because they were strong powerful black tall big powerful they tried to take the thing that they could from them god said i hear everything in all these years 400 plus years, God said, I'm tired of hearing my people cry. Free my people.
Juneteenth represents God answering what our ancestors prayed for. Even though they knew, some of them knew that they wouldn't see that day. They prayed in that prayer tarried. It tarried to 1863, January 1st. And two and a half years later, it finally hit Texas. Those prayers tarried. God said, free my people. Because slavery is wrong. Although we celebrate, there's still blood on the hands of men and women alike who are racist, full of hate, full of bitterness, malice, and have done wrong to our people, our black people, anybody who ain't white. Who have killed our brothers and sisters and children and unborn babies, raped our men and women, and spiritually and physically deprived them. They have left bullets in the back of our men and pain in between the sisters' legs from rape. Because slavery is wrong. And they didn't stop there. Deprivation financially. Creating a system that would target black people, non-whites. It's not a broken system. It's systematic racism. It was designed to try to keep us under. But we keep rising. We keep overcoming. Because you know what? Can't nobody hold God's children down long enough. Because when I tell you that the devil is a whole lie and always been a lie, God people, his people, me, you, we will always succeed and our prayers will tarry in the night, in the daytime, in the darkness, in the valleys. Our prayers, fervent prayers, our fasting, it will tarry. God hears us. That's why they try to silence our voices. Because if we talk loud enough, we pray hard enough, we keep on, they got to lose. Because slavery is wrong. Systematic racism is wrong. This is why banks don't loan African Americans as much money as they do other people. This is why they threw crack in the ghetto. Put us in low budget housing, a system designed to keep us oppressed. But we keep rising. Because whether it's through systematic racism, through the injustices done to our people, we will rise. Hollywood hospitals, law firms, everywhere, you name it, they feel our greatness. Everything we do is great. We came from a powerful land because God was there. It wasn't because of us. It was because God. God is our everything. We are a great people. Our visions are great. Our creativity is great. Our power in and through Jesus Christ is great. Our hair, how we style it, 
How we can braid it one day and make it straight the next day is great. We are diverse. Our diversity has no limits. That's greatness. Greatness has no limits. God made us powerful. God said he made us in his image. So how are we as black people less than anybody else when we all were made in the image of God? So my brothers and my sisters, and for anyone who stands against racism truly in your heart and not just doing it to get our money and to keep our money and to keep a paycheck, but for those of you who stand against racism truly in your heart because you know it's wrong, thank you. Because the power in our voices together and our prayers can shake grounds, it can shake nations, it can shake demons off of people. And this is what the devil is afraid of. It ultimately is between God and Satan and God always wins. So on this day, as you celebrate Juneteenth, June 19th, don't lose that power that our ancestors had. They saw greatness. They were greatness. They believed in greatness and they believed in the power of prayer and they believed in our one true God. So as we celebrate this day and we celebrate Juneteenth, the freedom of our ancestors and the freedom of our ancestors from slavery. I want to leave you with this. My brothers and my sisters, my black people. What I want to say and what I want to leave with you is. As you celebrate Juneteenth, stop selling crack in the ghetto. Stop selling crack and drugs everywhere. Stop killing us. You killing us. You worse than, than the people who killed us due to racism. Stop it. Stop raping our men and women. Stop robbing our neighborhoods. But we must build our neighborhoods. We must clothe one another in love and prayer and unity. Why do you see yourself as good as nothing but selling drugs in the ghetto and raping women and leaving women powerless and, and, and fatherless to, to raise children? And women, some of y'all do the same thing. Get healed on the inside. Because when our ancestors prayed that we be free, this is not what they envisioned. They didn't envision us breaking up families, breaking up homes, robbing our own neighborhood. This is why they created Black Wall Street, so we can succeed. How can we build when you are robbing us in your own neighborhood? So as you remember this day, Juneteenth, the second holiday, the great holiday in the United States of America, as you celebrate this day, as you remember this day, Remember the prayers that were prayed and the meals that were pushed aside so they can draw closer to God. So he could come down and, and free our people. And free indeed is what God did. We are to love one another, to love on one another, to help one another, to build each other up. And when one falls, you pick them up. Because one fall, we all fall. One stand, we all stand. 